Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody <sighs> you know you wouldn't know about this this week but it feels so good to be right um it's just such a nice feeling what? I wasn't right about everything. <laughs> I, I wasn't right about everything. I'll admit there were a couple things I didn't see coming. There are a couple things I, you know, completely were out of left field. But it's really nice to be really right sometimes. Welcome to Star Quest. Like we're not we're not too far in here for me to quit. Like this is. <laughs> <laughs> what is this assault on my being? I get a win, man. I get a win one time because this never happens. I am so happy with with the uh, events that transpired at Star okay. Sunshine. Um, right. I'm really excited to talk about it. That's why we're doing it early. Yeah. We probably would have done it yesterday if I wasn't working. Um, but, you know, we, we're here. Yesterday wouldn't have been good because... Like yeah. we've had all the GP stuff since then, so it would have been it would have been pretty bad. That's that's the other thing I noticed while I was writing about this yesterday. I was like, oh, there's nothing like clear going forward right now, so we kind of need to wait. Um, mm -hmm. We waited just enough time so that we can have a little bit of GP stuff. We did, um, yeah, and I mean, let's just get right into it. So the the blocks for the five star Grand Prix were announced during the show yesterday. Uh, the Red Stars block is as follows: It's Tam Nakano, Mayu Iwatani, Sayakamitani, Siri, Suzuzuki, Starlight Kid, Natsupoi, Hazaki, Natsuko Tora, and Ami Sore. Incredible stuff! Like just off off rip, you get you know Tam Mayu, yeah Mayu Poi. Mayu Saya, Siri, Tam, Siri Mayu, Hazuki against all of these people, Suzu versus Siri, Suzu versus Mayu again. Incredible stuff here from from that block. Uh, what like we knew the blocks were going to be loaded, but seeing them in front of you is such a different experience. It's like oh oh shit, like we're we're gonna have a good time here. Because uh, yeah, red yeah, block is uh, fantastic. I... I think it like keeps kind of like refreshing. That's like holy shit, this is insane. Mm. Because um, we'll talk about it a little bit. I looked at the final nights. All of the matches outside, of maybe like one, which is Hanan Raya May, looks like it could be of like a in contention. You know what mm. I mean? Like they like every single person, and that's concerning. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like that's dope, but that's concerning because it's like, how are they going to? spread this like it's it's insane how loaded this fucking tournament is it is um and if you thought red stars block was great blue stars is julia utami hayashishta micah seoriano momwatanabe mirai azami mina shirakawa mariah may and hanan the thing that stares at every single one of us is julia utami like yeah. How? Why? 
like I, I'm happy. I'm happy I get to see it. Crazy decision here. Like they've been separated for years. Last day of the block. Like if this tournament isn't like the biggest thing Storm's ever done ever, like if, if that I don't know why they're running this match, but I'm happy about it because I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in some ways, Utami and, and, and Julia was an eyebrow raiser. Um, I had three separate people message me to be like, is Julia, like, gone? <laughs> because Including yeah. me. Including me. I was like, okay, this is all kind of lining up a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the assumption was the first time they do that match would be the biggest stage possible. So then running it in a GP almost felt like, oh, shit, they're getting out of the way. Like they have to rush it, so uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a bit of a nervy moment there, I think, for a few people. But I don't know, maybe it's just uh, foretelling that Julia and Utami is happening a bit sooner than we think. Probably next spring for a title, maybe. Uh, fifteen minute time limits on this. I have you know? no idea. They haven't mentioned it anywhere. Oh, um, so, though. I mean that that. It's weird because, like, after the show that we just saw, uh, I feel like everybody with a brain has Utami as their favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and a draw, I feel like, would not make that a possibility. But the thing with Blue Stars is that it has three of the favorites to win and last year's winner who could do a repeat. Like, I mean, I don't think Julia does, but... If anybody was going to, it would be Julia in this sort of situation because she lost the belt really quickly, and you know, there's she's still hot. So like, you know, three to four of the possible winners are in blue stars. You know, two are in red stars. I would say um, winners, winners, not block winners, because uh, Natsuko's a, a big wild card there. But I think if Utami isn't winning, uh, that draw is going to help. Micah or Anu a lot, <laughs> you know. What I mean, uh, that's that's going to do a lot of, loud groundwork to allow them to move forward if they want to go that direction. It's it's a decision, you know. What I mean, putting Tommy and Julia out there in, you know. I mean, where is the final at? Is that isn't that Yokohama Budokan? Um, one thing I would say is that. Rossi loves to have a person draw <laughs> and then go through to the final. I'm pretty sure that has happened three years in a row. I don't know the Hana. I cannot remember Hana, but I know Utami. No. Hana beat... No, Hana beat Konami in the final. Also, this this entire opening bit is going to be so all over the place. Because um, <laughs> like, I asked a question and he was like... He was... <laughs> Listen, I was here, then I uh, wasn't, then I was here again. Yeah, it's very funny. Anyway, because I, I wanted to point oh, this out because I was like, Dylan is incorrect. But I'm pretty sure three years running, if not more, they've had somebody draw and then get into the final. Because um, Utami drew with Siri, Siri drew with Takumi, and Julia drew with Suzu. So I would imagine Utami draws mm, uh... with Julia and goes through to the final. Oh, I I hate how this looks. This is annoying. Um, yeah, I believe even 2019, 
uh, Arisa and Kagetsu drew, and that led Konami to going through, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. like in um, the three years since, Draw has specifically sent the finalists or the winner to the final, like them drawing. So you know, because Uta- yeah, Utami won after drawing yeah. with Siri, um, and then Siri won after drawing with Takumi, and Julia won obviously after drawing with Suzu. So. Tommy's gonna win this year after drawing with Julia, <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah. I can see it, I suppose. Um, well, like like I was asking, where is the final? It's Yokohama Budokan. Yeah, Budokan. I'm so amazed by that. It's such a bizarre, <laughs> bizarre place to put. Yeah, Tommy they Julia. almost sold that out earlier this year for sixteen hundred. So unless they change how they set it up, I I don't really know what they're going for because the show is incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's looking insane. Like I said, there's like every match sounds like a you know sounds like it has real points on the line. You know, none of them sound unimportant outside of Mariah May Hanan probably, which is a match that is you know it has a novelty to it for sure, uh, and there's a reason for it. So, it, but and outside of that, it's pretty much all like this could be for a tournament win, even though it probably isn't, because uh, that final day is looking insane. Yes. Um, and since we have the schedule, um, we might as well just run through because there are some amazing shows here. Uh, the opening day is on July 23rd at Ota Ward. That has Mayu and Hazuki, mm. Suri and Suzu, Tam mm. and Sayakamitani, Atsupoi and Starlight Kid, uh, Julia and Suri Ano, um, Utami versus Mina, Marai versus Momo. Like. Holy shit. <laughs> that is the opening day of this tournament. You have the, all of that. Like, Julia and Anno on day one is incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're giving away some stuff. Suzu and Suzu and Sherry as well. Um, yeah. Just absurd. Uh, the next kind of big show, then, they're doing a... Um, I think it's not until... Karkin... I'm looking at Scott's tour because he always he always writes these, this shit down. Yeah, uh, cause, yeah, because it's a cork on August fifteenth. That is Tam versus Mayu, Asaya Matani and Natsupoi, Siri and Hazuki, Utami versus Azumi, Siori Ano versus Momoanabe, and Mina Shirakawa versus Mariah May. So that's that's one to to earmark because that's going to be a great show, and that's on uh, August fifteenth. Yes, um, Utami is yeah, the, they're. This is an interesting one because they have a lot. I mean, Shuri Hazuki's a first-time matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Hazuki looking to uh, join her tag team partner as the only wrestler with a winning record over Shuri in the company. Um, I hope she does. Wow. I think that'd be really funny if FWC just somehow has singles wins over Shuri. Um, and then yeah, I mean, Utami Azumi has become kind of like a uh, a classic, a derby type of thing. They do it every year for the most part, um, and it's usually always good. Uh, the Queen's Quest Derby, let's call it. And yeah, I mean, that's looking like a great show. Obviously, Mariah May and Mina is fun. Uh, oh, I'm looking at this 9-3 show. That has a fun match on it. Two fun matches on yeah, it. That's, that's a five-star really? special. Four. Like, that's branded. That is a branded pay-per-view, I'm pretty sure. Five-star special in Hiroshima. And I was going to bring that up, because you have Mayu versus Suri, yes. Saya Kamatani and Hazuki, Ham versus Kid, okay. Utami versus Momo. And that's also the one. Um, yeah. Um, 
They don't stop I... because the next show after that is in Karkin, and it is Tam Suzu, Siri Saya, Id Hazuki, Julia Micah, Siri Ano versus Mirai. There, there's some like shows here that really stand out amongst the crowd here, like those. Um, they are also running in the Edion Arena number two with with um, Arai versus Utami, Julia versus Azumi, and Tam versus Suri. And that's another one to keep eyes on. And then obviously the final day is is huge as as it tends to be. So the final day, the card for the final day. Are you ready? Are you prepared? <laughs> No. Mayu Iwatani versus Starlight Kid. That's pretty much a staple of the final day yeah. at this stage. Saya Kamatani versus Suzu Suzuki. Tam Nakano versus Natsupoi. Mm. Um, Siri versus Amisore. Hazuki and Natsuko Tora running back Hazuki's retirement match. Julia. First time. First time. First time. As we mentioned before, Julia versus Utami Hayashishita. That is on the final day. Uh, Mirai versus Micah. Amazing, Azumi versus Momo Anabe, Mina Shirakawa versus Sayori Ano. Wow. Just wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? What gets bottom billing? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Mariah versus. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mariah Hana, and Hana, and obviously but... I think Siri versus Amisori on the other side. Um, yeah, I think those are the only two. And even then, Shuri could find herself near mm -hmm. the top. Um, she'll likely find herself near the top. She won't win it, but like, like it's just insane. Like, really, none of those matches are like specifically like I can point out as oh, neither of these people are doing anything in this tournament, except for maybe Momo and Azumi. But that's Momo and Azumi. Like, that's a yeah. that's a match of any match. Um, we'll get more into like the intricacies of the five star when we do our special about the five star um because i really want like I, i'm itching to like say random things and like get really deep into it but i know we ain't going to and i know we shouldn't because we gotta wait uh so stay tuned to that it looks really good that's what i'll say <laughs> does yeah every every year we do this and it's like they announce the blocks and then they announce the schedule and every time it's a new wave of holy shit um yep. yeah this this is just <laughs> incredible you know what's also funny is I've been writing about some of this stuff for uh, the for Wrestling Inc. Um, just like block announcements, tournament announcements for Stardom and all this stuff. Uh, and every time I do it, whoever my favorite to win in that moment gets the head like the headline picture. So like weeks ago it was Suryanu. Yesterday morning I was like utami is on the cover motherfucker <laughs> utami is on the cover uh i did the same thing with like mina and the cinderella that obviously didn't happen then i did mirai you know like uh, utami man utami we're gonna talk Tommy, about hell yeah talk about it. um that, that's the five star that's about as much as we're gonna do for the time being but my my agenda is still alive of asaya utami final uh still in play they are in different blocks um Saya. One thing that and Saya's I against Suzu, it, so she, yeah. you know, that's a big one to on that last day. Saya Suzu to somebody through. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, Saya's like insane in singles matches now because she has like an insane record just because of her reign. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that we haven't gotten in a few years, um, I don't think we've ever gotten in the five star, maybe twenty twenty, uh, is 
Momo versus Shuri, which is a match that I've been waiting for them to kind of run back in a in a match like this in a tournament setting and not championship setting because we saw that match last year. Yes. Um, I think that they'll probably do their best work again in the tournament at some point in the future. But that is one pairing that we do not get to see again this year. Uh, there are a few pairings that are like interesting because it's like Natsuko and and uh, Utami. Natsuko's still at Utami's throat. The, yeah. the presser happened this morning. Natsuko tried to kill her, um, and Utami just kind of stood there like, "Bro, I am being like mysterious and brooding. Why are you trying to fuck up my flow?" It was kind of really funny. And then Julia came out like, "Ooh, I, I, I got in the middle of something. My bad." Um, that's a big match that they aren't doing. There's a few big matches that's like you feel like they would do. It's cross, you know, across uh, blocks, and they just aren't going to do them because they aren't going to be finals. So, interesting blocks this year for sure. Most definitely, yeah. And I mean, there some of the shows are going to be a bit weird because there's like one GP match on some of them, and some have two. Uh, there's one I was looking at here on August twentieth. And it's Mayu versus Tora and Hazuki versus Amisora is your block matches. And I was just like, I'd feel a bit shortchanged if I was at that show, not going to lie to you. Um, it's a Mayu win in the main event. Like, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't, how are you going to feel shortchanged about that? Oh, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess. But, you know, some of these other people are getting crazy shit. Um, I was trying to see where Momo versus Suri is happening, but I, I, there's so it's many. That's why I said. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Yeah, because that should be happening. Yeah, because I thought you said it was, and I was like, "Oh, no, didn't I didn't realize?" But okay, yeah, that that makes sense. No, it it hasn't happened, uh, in tournament ever outside of the final. Right. I don't think. Maybe they did in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one doesn't count. Let's. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean, I, I I thought they changed enough about the blocks that I didn't notice anything. Like they got away from Utami Siri. They kind of started to do as a cop out. Uh, they don't even have Utami and Tam together, which is usually one of their, their matches. Um, obviously, they've paired Micah in there with, with Utami. And they're kind of a tournament pairing, but obviously uh, they have Micah and Momo as well. And they're kind of known for tournaments. So yeah. I feel like they changed enough that I didn't really... that the, They do feel I will say, pressure. I think it's hard because I, I texted you about this. That it's like last year's uh, tournament was 26 people. And only five of the Red Stars block is in this tournament. And 12 of those 13 in the Blue Stars is in this tournament. So there are like plenty of repeats. I think Red Stars block this year, definitely you can see it with pretty much everybody but Natsuko and Shuri and Tam uh, having wrestled last year um, in tournament. But like all these matches are still fun. Like, I mean... I, I'm down for another Saya Suzu match, you know what I mean? Or another Saya Mayu match for that matter. There's plenty of good stuff. It's not like a an issue, but that's where more repeats are happening is just from how big last year's tournament mm-hmm. was. Uh, you know, thirteen or no, twelve of the twelve of the twenty in this year's tournament were in one block last year. So it, that's just how it works. That is fair, that is fair. Um but yeah, I'm 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 interested in the blocks. I, I like the look of them. Uh I think Natsupoi has a, a nice run there in her if she really wants to. And, and obviously Hazuki and Suzu can impress in that block as well. So we're going to have a good time. Um, but now we're on to the reason that we're here. Because the show blew away every expectation. Stardom Sunshine 2023. Uh, this was in the uh, Yoyogi 2nd Gymnasium, whatever you want to call it. 
Uh, they had 1,750 in fans, which is a pretty solid number. Uh, there's, there's no need to really break it down. I don't think there's any super analysis you can make here of, of being slightly down from the derby. They should have hit 17-16. Yes, that, that would have been better. I'm disappointed. Should have comped the ticket. Like found a way. Um, and this show opened with uh, Nanai Takahashi versus Hanako in a passion injection match. Uh, Nanai won in 12 minutes with a crossface. So, uh, Osprey was not the only wrestler pulling out a crossface yesterday. Uh, the only one to do it distastefully. Um, yeah, so this match was interesting. And I think people gave it a lot of flack. And they don't really get it, I think. This is Hanako's first singles match that isn't against Ayasakura since Prominence. Yeah. I think she wrestled Risa Sarah um, when she was Risa Fella. So this is her first singles match since then. I think this is probably her longest singles match. To, yeah, it's her longest singles match ever. Uh, her second longest was against, uh, was it? I don't remember. Um, it was against an indie wrestler, and it was like six minutes, so this is seven minutes. Like, she kind of got thrown out to the wolves here, and I don't think she failed as much as a lot of people uh, say she did. I think it was fine. I mean, I don't know what people expect from an opener. I mean, I I feel like the veteran beating up the young, the rookie who gets their moments to shine is, is the most staplest of staples in Joshi. Like, this was exactly everything I expected it to be, and I thought they both did really well. I was actually full of praise for Nanai after this I thought I was really full of praise for her like I, I, it was an unpopular thought but I, I thought she was thoroughly washed by the time that she was finishing up in Seedling like the tag team with Arisa Nakajima exposed her incredibly like Arisa was running laps around Nanai that's because Nanai had come off you know, a year out with a leg injury obviously that's going to take its toll on anyone I, I was of the mindset that she was thoroughly washed by the time she was finishing up in Seedling. Um, so seeing her like in a match like this doing really good work, it's just a nice turnaround to see her get back on the wagon and kind of find something that works because she has done really well with these passion injection matches. And she tends to give the yeah, rookies I, a lot of room to, to kind of showcase themselves. I to some degree agree because I think like post max voltage Nanai and Seedling was pretty rough. Um, obviously, I was a big max voltage fan, so you know that was something else. But yeah, I thought this match was like really like solid. I think Hanako, her one issue is that she doesn't really have like that like intensity mm. to her yet, um, which is something that you just kind of learn. And I think this match showed that she can. You know, I I don't think it solved the issue, but it was a excuse me, it was a step in the right direction, if anything. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was solid for it being, like, her first singles match against an actual wrestler in stardom. Like, I, I think people kind of give her, um, give her a bit more flack. I think the issue is just that they have a lot of hopes for her, um, quickly, right? Because, like, you could see how they're treating her versus Ayasakura, who I think they know is a long-term yeah. thing. Whereas Hanako is, like, she could be new blood tag team champions six months from now. You know what I mean? Like, that's not unrealistic. Uh, not, like, an actual champion, but, you know, like, like really, I, I think that that's a very realistic uh, short-term goal for her in the next six months is, like, new blood tag champs. So they're kind of throwing her out to the wolves, and I don't think she's failing. I think she's pre doing pretty well. 
considering that. But yeah, she fell to the cross face in a good singles match. Not great. Yeah, it was good. no, I mean, Hanako, I like Hanako. Uh, you like Hanako. She, she does good stuff. Um, Her theme song yeah. is... Okay. I, I, it's kind of unfair. I, I only noticed it when they put up the graphic for her. Uh, she's 22, maybe 23. Yeah. I, no, she's 22. She just graduated unfair. College. Stardom replaced Himeka with a younger, potentially better model, like, that quickly. You know? Like, Himeka, Himeka retired, and like Hanako slotted in and has almost immediately been as good as as, as Himeka. Like, it, it, it's incredible. That's crazy. There's yeah. no way you're saying that right now. Maybe Lady C. Like, she slotted in is, in is around the level that Lady C is now. Uh, maybe like a little bit lower, but My that's high, disgusting. High end Hanukkah like, that is just slanderous. as Hameka. Like as low end. What Hanukkah, is maybe. what was high end Hameka? Tag team Hameka. Hameka is select if Hanako teamed with Mika, I, I think she could do just as well. You know, she she'd be beast. But she's doing it with Lady C. <laughs> I feel like she could do it with Mika. You're terrible. Um, the match after that then <laughs> was Siri beating Xena with the White Tiger in eight minutes. Um, this was good. This was a good showcase of Xena. Uh, uh, fair play to Shuri as well. She she kind of understood how much this meant to Xena, and she was kind of going all out. Um, so I thought they both kind of tried their best, and it was it was a pretty good match for eight minutes. You know, they just they got in what they needed. Yeah, I think Xena was in like. I, I wrote down I, she's she was in peak muscle growth yeah. mode and she was just tossing Sherry around like a child and I liked it a lot. Her strikes, like we said, were really good. Her her chops phenomenal. Her kicks were also really good. Um, not as good as Sherry's though, who took her fucking head head off at some point. Um, yeah, Sherry just gave her a lot of room and Zena took advantage of it. Zena's selling still isn't great. I think that's probably the weakest part. I think the acting parts of wrestling are like what Zena struggles mm -hmm. with the most. The actual rest, like the actual like you know, offensive wrestling, she does really well, and I think that was showcased in this match, because, you know, at certain points, she was supposed to, like, be selling the submission, and it just didn't look great. Um, but all of her offense looked really, really good. Sure, I kicked her head off, beat her, and they hugged after the match, which is nice. I, I mentioned it about Mariah, but I think Xena kind of has the same, uh, like, she's, she made a good impression on the roster, which, considering they, you know, they're just reintroducing foreigners i think that's kind of important because you know like back in the day obviously they there wasn't a lot of like issues with foreigners coming in and like people not liking them except for sadie gibbs um we're not talking about that and but still i, I think it's kind of nice that's like okay they're they brought in a few foreigners who don't speak japanese you know they aren't tecla they can't like just talk to the roster uh as freely as someone like tecla can and they're making a good impression you know they uh, have a positive um, positive positive effect on the roster, and you know Shuri seemed to show her a lot of respect after the match. Yeah, no, it's, it's Shuri definitely understood that uh, this is an important thing for Zena. Um, I think that's shown through, and I, I thought Zena did acquit herself really well. As you said, peak muscle girl mode uh, really showed off what she can do as a as a wrestler. Um, and yeah, she's one where you just hope she comes back or can land on her feet. I mean, you know, the last. Yeah. I remember Avery kind of acquitted herself well during her stardom tour. And she did the GP, and then, of course, she went home to Australia, where it was barren, 
and she took time off and that just hasn't been seen since, right? So just hope that doesn't happen to Xena. She's too talented yeah. for that to happen. Like I would hope that she either can come back to stardom or at least start basing herself in Europe or something where she might actually be appreciated for her talent because Australia just seems like a, a fucking forest fire as far as the indie scene goes. Especially for the women's yeah, wrestlers. Like, uh, it's not great. Because nowadays it's pretty much... You know, it's like one or two indies and the New Japan yeah. stuff. They're doing I mean, it got so bad, Jessica you know? Troy just had to become intergender champion. They were like, yeah, we can't have a women's belt as well, <laughs> so uh, can you just wrestle dudes, please? So... Oh, yeah, that, that's one other thing on the press conference was that Micah's, Micah said uh, she wants to win the five-star, beat Tam for the red mm-hmm. belt, and then take the IWGP Women's Championship. Not because she wants to be IWGP Women's Champion, but because she wants an excuse to beat the fuck out of some dudes. Right. <laughs> and I find that great. Shouts yeah. out, Micah. Um, but yeah, hopefully Zena can either come back or can land on her feet because she she's quite good at what she does. Uh, even if we did call her a yeah. charisma vacuum, that that can be true. And you can also be really good. And really good workers are uh, a dime a dozen in some places. So uh, let's go, Zena. I mean, yeah, like I said, she's like one of the higher end of the history of stardom foreigners she's she's over 50 you know what yeah. i mean like she's she's higher up than she's i mean the, we've, um, we've had some so. bad ones <laughs> uh, she had a pretty yeah, seamless yeah. transition compared to a lot of them Shut up, but uh yeah that was that was a nice send-off for xena and uh, a good win for siri who seems yeah. in her bag uh ahead of the gp so uh we're in for a good time. Yeah, she's ready. The next match then was Kairi, Natsupoi, and Tam Nakano beating May Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Micah. Natsupoi pinned May Sarah in 15 minutes with a fairy strain. Um, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I don't know if that's a controversial opinion now or not, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Uh, there was a lot of little glimpses of some cool stuff like Tam and Micah. I thought worked kind of well together. Uh, Kairi and Suzu was fantastic. Natsupoi was in there with somebody. It might have been Suzu as well, and it was great. Or maybe it was May Sarah. But everybody, pretty much everybody had a period where they were doing a one-on-one that was just really, really fun. Um, yeah, I thought Kairi... I, I remember just watching this, and I was like, I'm so happy Kairi's around, because she's, she's really good at this. <laughs> yeah, May Sarah, the, the early going with Kairi was fun. I really liked it, and I think... It's kind of what we were asking for from May Sarah is like just a bit more of like using the mm-hmm. high speed to your advantage and not doing it just to do it. Um, and I think she did a great job with that against Kyrie and against Poi eventually. Um, I thought this match was good, but I don't think it really achieved like what it could have. Like, I think this could have been great given the, like pretty much under the same circumstances with the same amount of time. I think they could have just like kind of put a little bit more energy into it, I guess, and just made it a bit more intense uh and that would have made this like a really great uh trios match but it, it was just good and i enjoyed it um yeah suzu and Kyrie beef and for some reason i always find that funny uh randomly generated beef is always really great and yeah i thought this was a solid match um it's a shame that natsupoi won it but sprite was saying he's like did you really think natsupoi was gonna lose a match before she had soriano and chiro ashimoto in like the next month like did you really think i was like okay yeah you got yeah you, you, you can pick that one through um yeah no i enjoyed this um i think my only issue with it was it was the case where both teams are just kind of waiting for stuff to happen like the the micah i have yeah. no idea what's going on with micah she's doing every pay-per-view 
she's with this group. And on the house show loop, she's with DDM. And she's committed to DDM. But she keeps teaming with these people on the big shows. So, you're just waiting for I something. think that gets paid off at Maybe? the Maybe? But, I mean, <laughs> you know? Maybe? I don't know. But... It's kind of strange where you're like, all these pay-per-views pass by and you're waiting for Micah to do something and the matches are good, but you're waiting to see what the actual purpose is here. This is just a trio of people, two of which have nowhere else to go. Like, what's the what's the progression here? Yeah. Um, and for the other group, I mean, Kyrie is obviously challenging Tam soon. Like, she, her and Siori Anu cannot wait to beat the shit out of Tam. You're just waiting for her to challenge now. So... It's very much like both sides. You're just kind of waiting for what's going to happen. So this was a match where it was just a match. And that, on a on a short card like this, there wasn't many that you could say, oh, that was just a match that existed. Every other match kind of had something to it. Whereas this was just a match. And I think that hurt it a little bit because all six people are kind of running in place in terms of the, what the two groups are currently doing. Because... You're just kind of waiting on Kyrie to decide what she's going to do. You're waiting on Micah to decide what she's going to do. And so this match didn't do anything for that. And Julia's, yeah. Julia's <laughs> trying to make herself busy. <laughs> so but everybody has to wait for yeah. whatever Julia's doing. I mean, if if they pulled back on Micah leaving DDM because they thought Julia was going, I, I, I guess that would make sense. But if she doesn't go, then you're just kind of cutting off Micah there. I mean, I also understand that Julia, my Sakura, Sakurai, Sakura and mm -hmm. Sakurai, that's such a, that's so tough. Um, and Tekla isn't a group, you know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's a good trio, but it's not a, a group in and of itself that you can like yeah. make a thing. I kind of understand why they want to keep Micah in there just to, you know, pad it out a bit. But it is definitely weird because I feel like there is more to already. There's already more to May, Sarah, Suzu, and Micah as a trio than Micah with the crew. The crew right now in DDM, um, which is funny because like Micah's been there from the jump, and like it, it feels like there should be a lot of like integ, you know, integral. Uh, like Micah needs to be here, but really, it's like since. 2020 like after that it was uh her and poi her and shuri and her and himeka and those three mm -hmm. are not in the group anymore so she feels very disconnected from it i mean even when gaza was starting the immediate thought was okay shuri micah and whoever else they want to bring with her like that was that yeah. was who gaza was going to be in our opinion and it wasn't and now micah is just vaguely yeah in ddm it's it's interesting but we'll see how that we will and uh we can only hope it comes soon because uh, you know this is a cool trio but i'm gonna need them to to do something soon um yeah because they can't win the tag belts if they no. are just yeah a ragtag group right and now. suzu They're deserves more as well i feel like that's one thing is suzu's been stuck in this limbo of not having a home and she's too good to really stop doing that you know like suzu suki deserves spotlight yeah. not Oh, she's teaming with her today. Sure, you know. So I, I do, I do think the Suzu aspect there is isn't to be forgotten either, because she she deserves something to really roll with, because um, she's just too good to to sit around. Um, 
The next match on the show, anyway, then, was a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Mariah May and Mina Shirakawa won the Tag Championships by beating Ami Sorai and Mariah in, um, was that 16 minutes when Mina got the pin over Ami with the glamorous collection Mina. Um, I mean, this was a pretty solid match. Um, I thought Mina did her best. Like, she was really doing well. Um, Mariah didn't do much, which is... I, I guess that's how, how they do it. But yeah, Mina did her best. Um, and she, she was dropping people on their heads a bit, which was cool. But otherwise, I'm just glad the new heirs don't have the belts anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you believe it, uh, a match that Mina Shirakawa tried to carry, not a fan of. Because <laughs> like, Mina's good, but like I don't, I don't want to see her try to carry the Kyokos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm 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 nearing the point of starting calling the the Kyokos the Gorillas of Destiny, my man. Like that's how bad we get. They, they ain't just Kyoko no way. They are, are they they are mid 2010s New Japan heavyweight tag wow. division bad. Like it's wow. it's getting there. Like because I think about it, it's like that's how I feel about their tag matches. Is like you watch a New Japan card, a good New Japan card from the mid 2010s. It's like, oh yeah, this is good. Oh, the junior heavyweight tag match. That was like fun. You know, it wasn't great, but you know, it was a fun little spot thing. And then the heavyweight tags come up and you're just like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. No, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to do this. And then the rest of the card is also good. And like, that's, that's how the Kyokos have been feeling. That's how the new years have been feeling. Um, Kyoko's out of New Year's if you're new. That's what that's what I call them. Uh it's just not fun. I thought this match was super lifeless and boring. The issue was was that it's like as much as I like Rose Gold, you know, I, I do enjoy them and I think they're cool. Um I'm not like on the edge of my seat, like, oh my god, please give them the belts. It's like, oh yeah, they should I was win. definitely on the edge of my uh, seat, like please can, yeah, <laughs> please see, get that, the belts that's, that's off the of Amisore and Mirai. Like that Like if this was FWC that's that's different because I am a huge FWC fan, obviously. So like if you were a huge Rose Gold fan and super excited, I feel like I would be rooting for the less. Oh no, no, I was. So don't, don't get like, me wrong, actively. I was, but it it didn't it didn't make me enjoy the match more. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I've never seen two people work together worse than Ami and Mirai. It is astounding. Um, two like oh, all right, like I was saying it the other day, Ami tag with nanami and they had more chemistry mm -hmm. and nanami's like 16 years old so i don't know she's she's young and she's not great like she's not a phenomenal wrestler but they worked better than this team how does that happen <laughs> well nanami rocks right is she the good one or was it moran nanami is good. i think it was moran moran's moran's the good yeah one. i think it was moran. Uh, nanami's also good yeah. nanami's fine she's just a bit bland but she's yeah. good but yeah, that was that was a thing. But anyway, the tag division can go in better hands. Um, I think I do think Mariah and Mina will have some really good matches for these. Um, their first defense is interesting. That um, match this weekend <laughs> against Ami and Siri was changed That's to a tag great. match, which I, I I think I called that that might change because um, I remember seeing it and I was yeah, like, they will definitely did. change that. Um, and you know, I mean, Mina and Siri, if they really lean into that, could be great. I doubt they will. That's not how they do the tag matches. But that means we might get Mariah and Siri a little bit. And uh, I like the sounds of that. I feel like Mariah over Ami yeah. is a possibility for that. Um, or 
they just fuck Mina again. I don't. I feel like this <laughs> is their also, you are be, over as hell. I think at that point that would be. Funny. No, it wouldn't. I feel like this is their you are over as hell. We're giving you something to do, Bran. Because uh, I mean, she's just doing too well to to leave in the cold. So, um, and you don't. I wouldn't. Really I wouldn't put the tag belts on Siri. I feel like you're really pinning her down a little bit there. So who knows? Um, but yeah, the the rose gold era is upon us. Praise God. Uh, yeah, this is a decent. This is a decent. Good match. name. It is. Good it's name, a good name, and uh, you know, good for both Mariah and Mina. They uh, they definitely have earned this. Um, After the match, Tam tried clowning Mariah, who dude, lost the match. Mariah. She got in the ring. She was like, "Yo, yo, you suck. That was suck. Yeah. And you just lost." And then Mariah just gets in the ring and takes that her fucking amazing. head off and goes. I don't know what it is about Tam I mean. that brings out the best of Mariah, but. I'm here for it because Mariah just does not fuck with her at all. Like, she... I think it's because Mariah is yeah. me. Like that, that like I relate to Mariah <laughs> yeah. so deeply. She's killing that guy for me. I I made that joke that it's like, oh, she is killing Tam mm-hmm. for me. Like that's like what's happening because she just gets how fucking annoying she is. <laughs> like as a character, she's like, this isn't cute. This isn't funny. You're not good. You're just fucking annoying stop and then she kills her and it's great she needs to win that belt she does i feel like every sign points to her winning so if they didn't i i think it would be another genuinely baffling decision because everything they've done has been hey mariah is doing great right now look at how awesome mariah is uh y'all might not like the tag stuff but yeah. she's a good singles yeah. wrestler remember like, remember you guys can't have her beat the crap out of tam and do the promos they have without following up with a Mariah win. I feel like that would just be too silly. But uh, who knows? They've done worse. Uh, we, we are living in Tam double champ world. Um, that was that match anyway. Uh, we will see the first Rose Gold defense this weekend. So we'll get a, a pretty, I think a much better representation of what they can do in that match because obviously Suri um, is great and, and is a much better tag partner for Ami than, than Mariah is. Um, and the match after that then was an Artist of Stardom Championship cage match. The team of My Sakurai, Tekla, and Julia retained the titles by um, escaping the cage against Hazuki, Koguma, and Mayu Iwatani. Julia was the last to escape the cage in uh, just under 17 minutes to get the win for her team. Um, you know, you, I'm sure you... I, I, don't, I don't even think I've said much about what I thought about the cage matches. So this is a mystery to you. And everybody else. Um, I thought this was great. They, yeah, they. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expected to have to be like, it was, no, it wasn't it was that great. bad, Alex. It was it fine. Was great. It was fun because yeah. they they yeah, mixed really like the the good trios stuff with you know genuinely well done high spots like Hazuki's senton was like crazy, and then she just jumped up and. Bro. Bombs yeah, away and then she too. jumps up and goes over the cage. I was like, that is incredible. Um, and then the last... I actually loved yes, that in both great. of these matches. That's like they hit their spot, high yeah. spot, and then it's like, I'm getting the fuck out. <laughs> I need yeah. to ice this shit, bro. Uh, Koguma dived, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, Koguma always dives. Um, but then Julia and Mayu just like did crazy shit for the last five minutes, and I was like, this is great. And speaking of Mayu, yeah. she was the MVP. She was her... Her character work was so fantastic. Like, they had to carry her out to the ring. 
I had to forcibly stand her up so she could throw her armband into the crowd because she kept hitting the cage. <laughs> Dude, she... <laughs> like, that was yeah. so, like, long-winded. Yeah. Like, that took, like, 30 seconds of just mm-hmm. them trying to convince her to throw her armband properly. Like, <laughs> it, it felt, like, so long, what which made, made it, better it so much is that, funnier. Um, as soon as she realized you can use the cage to hurt people, she got into it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't get, I think, have to get was hurt it, by the cage. Yeah. They used her as a weapon, and she just smiled the biggest smile. And I was like, oh, she's into it. She's here. She's, <laughs> she's done. Oh, and in the the Threedom oh, Rocket wild. Onto, into yeah. the, onto my Sakurai on the top rope, because the cage is there to catch you, you don't just fucking die. Like, that was so, like, oh, man, and, and that was great. Uh, yeah, Mayu killed it in this match. I think her character work was phenomenal. And then... Once it kind of started coming down to her and Julia, her Koguma and Julia especially, um, they just mm-hmm. like were doing really fun stuff. I remember it was hard because like Koguma can't jump that far, um, <laughs> but oh, they yeah. did a meeting in the middle missile drop kick like on Julia, and like Koguma just barely got her legs. It looked great. Uh, I loved it, and yeah, Koguma dived off the cage to escape. Um, Hazuki did the bombs away, like you said. Um, I would say that. Underwhelming part of this match was definitely Bari Bari Bombers. I think that Julia was the only one who really like yeah. did much of anything on their side. Um, the other two just kind of like got out as soon as they could. Uh, the first spot was really funny, and it played off of the press conference where Masakura's like, I could beat all three of you on your own. And then Julia's like, oh, cool, so we could just get out of the cage. Yeah, yeah? like before, like we could just... Y'all, you'll take them and we get out of the cage first and she's like hmm. please don't leave me in the cage with them <laughs> and that, that they played off that in the beginning where stars basically held my sakurai hostage as tekla and julia were trying to escape and they're like man we can't we can't let our young boy down <laughs> like like this poor this poor chick we gotta help her <laughs> so they didn't escape the cage and they got back in i think that was the one like bari bari Obama's spot that was really funny otherwise it was just kind of julia yeah and 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 it kind of made sense in in retrospect i remember it came to down to julia and mayu and i was like that's an interesting pairing to kind of close the match but then uh after the match julia challenged willow nightingale for the new japan strong women's title so it kind of made sense then that they would put the spotlight on julia and get have her uh kind of get the win over mayu uh the finish was crazy she choked mayu out on top of the cage and just dropped her uh, like Tam and Natsupoi, but better because it didn't, it just was. I honestly, I think both of these cage matches are just like so much better. I think than, both than last Tam years weren't that Tam great, and this Natsupoi. year they were like actively playing around. With I it. liked the main event, but yeah, I think they figured it out. Like the main event, like the because mm-hmm. last year's was all about novelty, right? They've never done a cage match before. They're doing yeah. one dive off the cage. It's a huge spot. These, like, at least two dives off of the cage in both matches. You know, like, like it was like, they were like, okay, we're going full tilt with this. And I think that was a lot better than just the novelty of like, oh, I'm going to jump off the cage. It's crazy. Woo. Um, this was like, actually like, okay, how can we yeah, maximize definitely. a cage in this sort of sense? And yeah, I, I, I don't know if I have it above last year's because I think the novelty did uh, pop me more. But I would say it's probably on the same level. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, this match. That's least. different gravy. Wait, time match we'll talk about. But this match, I would say, is probably. Yeah, I would say this match is probably like on the level of last year's because mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Um, 
I will say one spot near the end, Julia Mayu. Uh, Julia was like no selling stuff. And I think Julia's no selling yeah. is kind of yeah. Eh. Like I, I think it's it's ne- it's kind of uninspired. Um, but she hit Mayu with a double arm suplex. Oh yeah, off, or superplex off the top. And Mayu just got up and stared at her and just smiled. And I was like, she's a god. No, she's she's a god. Like that's like it's so wild how oh. different no selling can be. Yeah. Even when it happens, I feel like the, the difference second. between the two is Julia always does it, whereas Mayu pulls it out every now and then. For Julia, you're just like, oh yeah, she just ignores moves sometimes. Whereas Mayu will be getting the shit beat out of her, and then suddenly she'll be like, nah, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like, and I, it's, 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 yeah, it's so much it's like, more like stop now, she's yeah. fighting through the pain. <laughs> holy shit! Whereas Julia is just like, none of your moves hurt me. Fuck you. And it's like, all right, cool, great, thanks. So I think that's the difference is Mayu much, sells yeah. the entire um, time leading up to it and then is like, yeah, okay, totally. nah, this is mine now. And I think Mayu is like yes. one of the greatest sellers you'll ever see. So like when she doesn't, it's like, oh, like yeah. it, it's just like she's. Yeah. It's she's, why I hate it. Um, I don't think I ever got to yeah, bring I, this I, up I to because. Um, I think we just got sidetracked. For her, the historic crossover main event, I hated the zombie Mayu shit. Because they were trying to like gimmickify yes. this really cool thing that Mayu does every now and again. Which, to be fair, they that they do they say that on Japanese commentary too. Like and, and like I think somebody I think somebody just said it like the other day about like they yeah, mentioned zombie they, Mayu. They, Kevin, uh, Kevin Kelly must have said it like 20 times. And I was Americana. like, dude, just let it happen. Let it be natural. Yes, Can you not yes. let anything be natural? Gato brain yeah. has taken over. No, I agree. Because uh, I remember getting so annoyed. Yeah, I know. No, it, like, I, totally I know agree, it's, that, it that's a good a name thing. for it. But I thought they were driving it into the ground. And I was like, just let it happen. We all know it might happen. You just got to let it happen. Right? Like That's, that's the coolness of Mayu. Um, Which is fun. They, they let it happen with Kota Ibushi. The first time. Like, they would never be like, well, no, like, most of the time. Because it's like, they would always wait for it to happen. Then they'd be like, oh, he's doing the thing. And it's like, at least then, it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. In the Mayu Kairi match, which this is a big side check, I apologize. But in the Mayu Kairi match, it was just like, she might not sell. <laughs> Guys, like, a minute into the match, she might not sell Kairi's moves. It's like, no, she, like, watch her sell because she's a good seller. And then she, like, yeah, she might not sell because that's a thing she does sometimes like they they never it's kind of disrespectful like it's preaching on disrespectful because like i said kota ibushi they wait until the spot with bayou it was like okay she might do this one spot guys wait for it it's like that's not yeah it's <laughs> not how you commentate yeah. but uh, that's i remember at that moment i was like i don't like kevin kelly that's <laughs> i was like i don't like this guy <laughs> uh or the other new japan commentators i'm not a fan I like Chris. Chris he needs Chris to like stop fine. talking sometimes. That's the only thing. Like sometimes yes, I'm like, yeah. bro, you can which, you could which stop. Like, you've read the Wikipedia page. It's okay. That is one thing. That is one thing Kevin Kelly is good at is that he just shuts the fuck up sometimes. sometimes and I'm just like, thank you. Like, yeah, this is necessary. It's a word there. Um, but anyway, it's it's usually when he's having to do it <laughs> yeah. alone. Like sometimes he'll let it breathe, and I'm just like, yeah. thank you. I don't always need you to be talking. I that appreciate it. That is fair. But yeah, this cage match was great. I loved it. Mayu is awesome. And Julia winning set up her challenging Willow Nightingale, 
which is really cool. They're going to wrestle. Might be happening next week. Yeah, it's at the I New think. Japan Strong uh, Cork and Hall shows. Corkin. So yeah. I, I feel like people have been like, be super people fun. have said, oh, this must mean they were going to do Mercedes and Julia at Corkin. And I'm like, no, they fucking weren't. Not at Corkin. This is course correction. It, like, this is course correction. Julia's winning the belt and it's her versus Mercedes, clearly. Like she called out Mercedes before yeah, her... and she called out Mercedes the other day. Yeah. So um, I think it's certain to say that they're putting the belt on Julia so they can do Mercedes. It's wild how much has happened since we last recorded. Yeah. Because like I was thinking about, we didn't even, we didn't even talk about Julia like saying, oh, I want to go overseas. Which um, caused a panic. <laughs> and I immediately thought, yeah, I, I immediately thought, oh, she wants to do like the HANA tour. Because mm-hmm. HANA went to Japan or went to, not went to Japan. She went to Mexico. Um for a few months and she got really good like she was good before that but she like really improved vastly um from going to mexico she kind of learned how to be a heel um even though that early heel run for hana wasn't phenomenal in my opinion um she like learned a lot from mexico and i i mean i i quoted it i mentioned it in the in the article i wrote about julia it's like akira hokuto is like one of her mentors and i don't know if anybody knows this akira hokuto learned the dangerous queen gimmick in mexico like she went to mexico one day came back and was the dangerous queen like that that's what happened um so i was like oh julia should go to mexico i think that'd be really really dope that would help her uh maybe some of these things that annoy me about her game would get improved like the no selling i think it's kind of me you know you know it's just a lot of the stuff that julia is not great at she can improve at if she goes to mexico turns out she's going to strong so that's even less like scary for the julia fans in stardom out there uh, she just she's just fighting Willow, um, which is really funny. She made fun of Willow. She didn't know her name, and then Momokogo showed up and was like, "Hey, that chick beat my ass. You put some respect on her name." And she's like, "I could beat your ass too." And then she started beating the fuck out of her. <laughs> Julia's my girl. It was so she's... funny. It was so. And then and then Momokogo like is like tweeting her. It's like I still think you should respect Willow Nightingale. And, and Julia's basically like, "You're such a fucking dick writer, bro. Get off of her dick." Wow. Jesus. And then Willow like responded and Julia's like, oh my god, thank you so much. I get to wrestle you. <laughs> I just thought that's so funny. Like that entire exchange. I'm excited for Julia Willow. I think that's gonna breathe a lot of life in that New Japan Strong Show. Strong Show looks good already. The Mox uh Despy stuff is looking really good, but I think that's gonna really make that sh- make whichever show it's on infinitely better. Yeah, that sounds like a really good definitely. Match. And uh it definitely means we're getting Julia and Mercedes money, which, uh, let's go. Honestly, I'm here for it. it. One other thing about Julia that's funny is that she said, yeah, I'm challenging for the New Japan Strong belt. Uh, and yeah, that, that's going to be cool. And somebody asked, why didn't you challenge for the IWGP belt? And then she's like, oh, I don't care about that. I was like, you care about the Strong belt and not the IWGP belt? <laughs> it's incredible. Because uh, it was the same interview. I was like, how do you... <laughs> You know, oh, one is just characterized. You have to go abroad, I guess, which was the entire point of the IWGP yeah. women's title. But, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, like um, also, one other thing about Julia. Talk we, of the town. Do we really have to? <laughs> I love Julia as much as the next bridge, but. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm excited to talk about the main event, and we are going to talk about it for like. 40 minutes probably i hope not. uh but what the though the other thing because you didn't watch the entire show i don't think uh both women's matches 
Julia was talked about more well, than the women. She was the talked ring. about in the post show presser and everything. Um, so she was yeah. talked about everywhere. That's what I mean. Is that it's like how you bring up Julia during Athena versus Billy Starks? I don't know. But I think well, it's because they telling. had to bring up Willow. Because <laughs> they were like, it was it Willow will face the winner yeah, but, of Athena yeah. and Billy. And they were like, oh, and she was challenged earlier today. So I think that was it. Because I watched the Zero Hour they, match. Yeah, and it's great. Um, that was, we're facing the scary reality like, here of, of crossover. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Only only until they get the belt back on, <laughs> on Mercedes money anyway. And then, you know, they can go back to whatever they're going to do. The but yeah, yeah, this is all my focus is that we're getting Julia and Mercedes money. I don't know where it's going to happen. Uh, if they do a second historic crossover, I think that would be a good place. Uh, or just, I assume, a big New Japan strong show in America. But, I mean, they haven't really announced any of those. They might announce it at the Corkin, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't think they would do... I'm, I mean, they did Kyrie and money in America, so... No, I, I know. I'm I'm thinking like they could do it at the Junior Festival because that's the only no, like big no, that would be, like New yeah. Japan quote unquote show they're running, but that Not doesn't really work. Um, yeah, I don't know. They 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 are playing close to the chest when it comes definitely, to definitely, definitely. But you know what, uh, Julia with the belt is going to be fun. Uh, that's Willow beats her, which I, I would be surprised. I, I won't lie to you. Um, now it would be really it would. funny. Um, but here's the thing that we're all here for. Queen's Quest versus Wado Tai, all at War Cage match. Loser must leave their unit. Queen's Quest won in 24 minutes uh, with Saki Kashima, the last woman remaining. And uh, she is therefore banished from Wado Tai. Um, there's so much here. This is the... Be- I wrote a page and Dude, a half of notes. I reviewed this earlier today for Voices of Wrestling. It is just like, it just kept going. There's so much. There's so many different angles to take. This was the best match I've seen all year, bar none. And I don't, yeah. unless Takumi Oroha goes yeah. God mode, anything coming close. Like, people like to talk about cinema. And it's and it's the fucking Roman Reigns doing 20 minute monologues, and it's the Usos making funny faces. And it's Sami Zayn doing, acting like a dope for a year and then getting cheered. This isn't cinema. This is pro wrestling. This is great. Pro wrestling is the best. Because this was, this was so yep. amazing. It brought together so much different shit. Like, I'll also say, I think everybody I've spoken to has thought it was incredible. Yeah. Like, Xavi is not typically a big, you know, stardom guy. Uh he thinks it's one of the best matches he's seen yeah. here. It was he's, he thinks it's the best Utami performance he's ever seen, um, which I would put it up there as well. Uh, maybe not tip top, but it's it's definitely up there. Like pretty much everybody I've spoken to has been like, oh yeah, that was like absolutely incredible. It is my match of the year. Closest any match, bar Despy cons- uh, June Kasai last year, to getting a ten for wow. me, like a perfect professional wrestling match. It is so close that I'm like, it's a nine and I feel weird about it. Cause I was like, I feel like it should be a 10. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm staring at it. Like every day I was like, I don't know. Like I, I kinda, I don't know. Like it, it's yeah. that good. It, it, it is right there. So it is on the precipice. Um, I think uh, we can like go bit by bit. I think the first part to talk yeah, about sure. is the work. 12 bodies in a cage could have been terrible. Should not work. <laughs> but they 
when two of them are are children. Yeah. Lady C is in there, like Rock is in there. Let me tell you, Lady C had some bloodlust. She was out to kill somebody. Oh, Lady C's but the greatest. 12 bodies should not have worked, and they made it appear seamless. Like, it was as blink and you will miss it as you can get. Like, this was... You know, people like to talk of those PWG trios main events that were like crazy. They mm. talk of Dragon Gate matches that were crazy. This was kind of on that tier of if you look away for a second, you're gonna miss some shit because it was so seamless. Of they do their thing, next pair would come up and do their thing. Next pair were ready to do their thing. Next person came in to do their thing. It was just constant, well flowing, really well done. They maximized the weapons. Like, the weapons weren't overly done. They were there to enhance whatever they were doing at that moment. And they managed to use the cage and the weapons sometimes together in really clever ways. So they used everything at their disposal to just put together a really, really well-worked match that, in all honesty, should not have worked. This should have been absolutely all over the place. Ten people should have been walking, brawling around the side of the cage for the entire thing but instead it was bodies everywhere creative spots big spots people getting beat up incredible like just incredibly well put together yeah um i think like you can you can point out basically anybody in this match and talk about how great they did in it um first two as i said were the kids i think hina and rena they only had like a little spot where they just kind of judo through everybody and then just start Mm -hmm. fighting beautiful like that is perfect like I, i i think and we'll get like like you said, this is mostly about the spots, but like we'll get into the storytelling of it. I just feel like everything, like the framing, was perfect for everything. Like it was so good, and for that framing, you have to be able to do good wrestling moves in between it. And they did. Like Hina and Rina killed it. Uh, Miu was killing it. Miu, uh, I think, with Ruaka at one point, just like DDT'd her off the top rope, and it was the grossest thing we've ever seen. Um, Lady C, a real trooper in this match. Like, oh my God, Lady she C almost killed. Lady people. C heard people say that she wasn't vital to Queen's Quest and said, "Watch this, motherfuckers! I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself vital." She yeah. ate so much offense, like she, she was taking so much shit. She chokes Lamb Kid off the top rope, and then Azumi hit her with the foot stomp off the top. One of the best, like, like two step you know, like, combos you'll ever see. It, like, because Lady C killed her with the choke slam. then you look up to Azumi, and it's like, oh, shit! Like, a beautiful. Um, I mean, even getting down to the wire, like, I mean, Lady C also took the moonsault off the cage from Kid. She kind of had a hard time catching her, because Kid didn't jump far enough. Uh, she kind of, like, it was kind of narrow. Um, but, yeah, it, it, even getting down to the wire, you know, Utami and Nasco were hossing it near the end yeah you know it, it was just it was so good swanton from natsuko oh my god that was crazy like like it's legit so i started much. i so, feel so like much. this is like blurry to me because of how good it was like i was like ascending <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. i like i was just like like i'm reading these notes i was like holy shit yeah that happened too <laughs> like oh my god that was incredible like it, it was such a good match like and I was worried because, like, the story was so good that I was like, am I thinking this match, like, from a work rate perspective, am I thinking it was great and it was just like, oh, yeah, they did fun stuff, but the story was really there. I'm reading these notes. I'm remembering exactly what was happening. The work was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. 
the storytelling I mean, was phenomenal. But just the, the pace was, really was enough yeah. to, to make most people get 100%. into it. Like, even if you aren't have never watched Stardom before, I think the pace alone and some of the spots here will make you go, wow, that was great. It might not hit on the same level as people like us who are chewing our fingernails off at the, the dying oh, moments. The fuck out. But it, I think the work it deserves a lot of praise because it was really well done, really creative. Everybody did their bit. You know, every single person in this ring did their piece and they all deserve a lot of praise. And yeah, Lady C was on her some shit. She was out for blood and it was amazing. Um, and yeah, just, you know, in isolation, the work was incredible. Um, the drama, okay, give it a 10. The, the drama, a 10. yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just thinking this, about it. it's a ten. This, this is this is this is funny because I was I was reviewing this as I said, reviewing it for Voices of Wrestling, and I had it, and you know I do star ratings there because that's kind of their system, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna give a four and point seven five. You know, it's not five. Five has to be reserved. And as I was reviewing it, I went, fuck it, this is five. So I did the exact yeah, same no, thing yeah, that, that's that's exactly how I'm, it's like, yeah. nope, like, I, like. The more I wrote it, about it, the better it got. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, yep, you're going to That's how I'm feeling. I was like, yeah. nope, it needs, to, it needs to be, it needs to be a 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, on top of the work, you had the drama. And I think the escalation of drama was something. Like, one by one. They ticked off all of the, you know, the safe names. Like, Rena was gone. Hina was gone. Kevin left. Uh, Azumi was out of there. Momo was out of there. You know, people that weren't really going to leave. And then Lady C gets out. And it's Saya and Utami. And I was like, Man. Saya's a goner. Like, Saya's... Do you, know the, do you know the meme of, like, we're back we're gone like you know like that like, like yeah that's how this match was like legit you could see my twitter like i was like i was like oh no and i was like oh fuck mm-hmm. and i was like this is the worst timeline what is happening please stop this is the greatest match i've ever seen like that was that was how it went yeah it was great it, it had me so in it man it was go it on was like that escalation was perfect because it did it came down to side utami and it was like we're we're saying goodbye to somebody big like yeah and then when it was just when it was just utami and it started hurting it started hurting so bad because you like the story of the match i think that's important because i i made the joke at the beginning of the show that's like oh i was right about a few things i was wrong about a few things i was wrong because i was right in my Mm -hmm. opinion i was wrong that because i thought this match was going to be fine you know i thought it was going to be another Oedo Tai, you know, kicking out Lady C from Queen's Quest type of like, oh, it's it's it has some fun stuff, but it's just kind of, you know, it doesn't mean a lot. Um, I was right because that wasn't what this match was. It was Utami fighting to prove that she's a good yeah. leader and that she deserves to be the leader. Cause she like we we didn't met she helped Lady C. I out was gonna the that was the third you know one. I mean? Don't worry, we'll she, get to that. We'll get to those. We we're doing okay. the drama. Okay. We're yeah. sticking sticking with the drama. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I got you. So because they did, they ramped up the drama really really well. Um, and they kept that yes. going. Like even when it was Utami versus Tora and Saki, it was like oh maybe they moved it to the main event because Utami's getting ousted. Like. It, it, un- and that's a big fucking yeah, deal. Like, yeah. Until the moment she started getting down the cage, I did not know what was going to happen. 
Because they... Bro, even with Saya on the cage, I was <laughs> yes, like, like touching was her face, like looking like they're about to kiss. I was waiting for I was like, I was like she's don't gonna, you dare she's fucking do, do something. this, Saya. She's gonna do something. Like, they, they did it so well, where everything was paced out so much that you were like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I, what's gonna happen? Please, please let the good thing happen. Um, and I, I just thought that they ramped that up really well throughout the entire thing, to the point that I, like, I needed to pee and I was like, I'm willing to piss myself right here to see this to fruition. <laughs> I am not moving. That's crazy. I am not moving. That's crazy you said that I on audio. I am not moving from <laughs> this spot right here. I will watch this match to the end no matter what. Like, I was rooted to the seat. You know, like, that's how in, that's how dramatic yeah. that, that finale was. And it's rare you find anything that engrossing. Like, it, it is really rare. Man, yeah, it was it was insane. And like I said, as people started leaving, once Momo left, I was like, mm-hmm. "What are we doing here?" Because it's like, like, because part of me was like, obviously, as I said, my entire thing was that last moment with Momo and Saya. Like that was that was the part that I was like, that needs to happen, um, and that is going to be what makes or breaks. What I think is going to make is going to break a Wado tie was the Momo Saya moment. And once Momo left, I was like. What are mm-hmm. what are we doing here? You know, what I mean, um, is Lady C just gonna lose? And then Lady C was out next, and I was like, okay, and I was very very concerned because I didn't know what was going on at that point. You know, what I mean, I was like, are they putting Sayo with Suzu? Like, is that gonna be? Are they gonna go full generation mode? Like, and it it just kept going. You know, what I mean, and. As I saw Saki in there, I was like, "She needs to be in a way to die." Yeah, like how are we gonna? And like, Saki like, is she's slithery. Like, she's like the Saki mother. could definitely have overcome Utami. That's her thing, right? Like she could yeah. have found a way. I mean, one part that I don't know if anybody else felt this way. Wow the shit with Momo, Saya, and Utami was happening at the top of the cage. If you guys don't know, uh. Utami got to the top of the cage. Saki's laying in the in the ring, as far as we know. Um, Utami gets to the top. Momo tries to stop her. She gets, you know, she starts climbing the cage. Saya climbs to the top with Momo, and then Momo hands the bat to Saya the same way she did last week. And Saya looked like she was gonna hit Utami. She hit Momo, like I said she should, like I said she would. Momo falls. She like caresses Utami's face. It was little gay i'm gonna be real but it's that's cool i'm rocking with it um and then she she helped her to the to the outside and they won during that time a big part of me was like what if saki's escaping the cage on the other side right now like what if what if all this drama all the shit that's happening all this hesitation that is you know like all this problem on this side of the ring is Saki escaping, slithering through the outside yeah, of the Because it would be Saki. She didn't take that much yeah. offense. Yeah, she. it wasn't like she, like, like I mean, she was selling it, but she wasn't, like, she didn't get her ass beat like Utami mm-hmm. or Lady C did. Like, she just, she just vaguely got beat up because it was a wrestling match. So she could have just slithered her way out of the cage on the other side. Utami gets fucked. Huge, like, oh, that ain't right type of thing. But they didn't do that. So legit, until the final seconds, I was like, maybe Saki still this yeah. out. Maybe Tom, you know, maybe she beats her to the, you know, but that didn't happen. Um, and I think the last thing, obviously, to approach is the storytelling, is that is what really 
enhanced all of this. Um, as you had yeah. said, like throughout the match, we saw these examples of Utami like really bringing Queen's Quest together, helping Lady C escape, holding the ladder up for somebody else to escape. You know, just being there at every moment her faction needed her. Versailles was. Versailles. Versailles was. She was quite clearly putting this all on her back and trying her best to win for Queen's Quest. So much so that I know I had said going in that this was Tammy's story, and I was I was justified in that. They really went over the top here. This was like they made Utami again. Like they they weren't they weren't happy making her a franchise player once. They said let's do it again because. I don't know how you come out of this match not rooting for her to win the red belt. And I will, we'll get to that one specific moment later. Um, but I think the, the other layered storytelling that was on top of it was this is like the first time we've seen a way to tie, not really get their way in a long time because. And that is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, and I was so like, I was like, yes, this, everything that is happening right now is per like, Oh, I was salivating because yeah, it, works so there, well there's always this thing of like well they always get their way like they're gonna do something like this is a way to tie right they always get their way but i was so strongly rooting for utami to overthrow that hierarchy that normal structure i was like you have to be the one to break this trend you get it and i i think you that added it. so much to it like i i visibly like cheered when uh momo got hit with the bat i was like finally like finally <clears throat> This this streak of a Uedo tie poisoning people and turning them against their friends, it's over. Like Queen's Quest has overcome a Uedo tie, and it's a proper overcoming. They're gonna lose a member. A Uedo tie is actually gonna lose somebody, and it's. And they and felt they, it. They did. They felt it mm -hmm. here, and they felt mm -hmm. it in the fucking like, presser. A daily like losing is a really valuable tool. Natsuko Tora right now. Yes. Is more yes! important than she has been in a long, long time because she lost. And losing is an important tool. I always say wins and losses don't matter as much as people like to say they do because you can lose in a very important manner. And Natsuko lost in I mean, an important Mina did it and last Mina, year. Like you can lose and come out looking yeah. well. That's pro wrestling is pro wrestling. That's why I said this ain't cinema. This is pro wrestling. Yeah. Pro wrestling is dumb. You can lose and people will love you <laughs> regardless. And so the story there of a way to tie being beaten sets so much in, in into into motion, and Utami comes away looking great because she brought such... the faction together. Oh and I thought this this is one thing I've always thought, and this is a complicated thing to explain. I think professional wrestling companies being bad sometimes enhances moments like this because, <laughs> and I point to like Kofi Mania because WWE has such a history like just doing their thing regardless and making dumb decisions mm -hmm. and not going with the hot hand that you had no idea if Kofi was going to win at WrestleMania until that three was counted. And I think that was what helped yeah. here. I have become so accustomed to stardom doing these swerve heel turns when they want that I was expecting it until the last second. Until Utami hit the floor, I was expecting them to do what they always do. And I think that enhanced this a little yeah. bit more of, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, yeah, it would make sense right now for her and Saya to escape the cage. But that's <laughs> Rossi doesn't always make sense. So I, do, I think there was, mm -hmm. so much came together to really make this match. It was all that storytelling. It was a way to tie finally getting their comeuppance. But it was also just the that nagging feeling of, 
yeah, a Queen's Quest winning makes sense right now, but they don't always do what makes sense. So I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I think yeah. that enhanced it as well. And I... So I, I talked to you about this briefly um, the other day. I was like, you know, the reason I feel like this is the climax and not the penultimate climax is because this is the match mm -hmm. we were meant to get last year. This is the match that we projected last year. When they said they're going to do a cage match in June, we said Queen's yeah. Quest Oedo tie. And that made me realize that Queen's Quest Oedo tie is not Utami's, like, you know, Utami's Dark Age. Queen's Quest Oedo tie is the the feud in yeah. stardom history. Like, the past five years has been Queen's Quest Oedo tie. Obviously, Stars is in there, Stars Oedo tie, but Queen's Quest Oedo tie is, they, like, just going down to the bare bones, it's like the philosophies are so vastly different of what wrestling is. Like, that's, like, that's a very meta way to look at it, very, you know, like, deep lore way to look at it, but just the philosophies of how wrestling is meant to be are so different in the two groups and that's what started their feud when Io and Kagetsu were around. And this was just like another mountain. This was another peak of that story. So I think and I thought this from the jump is that it's like Oedotai needs to lose. Like it, it, it can't just be oh Oedotai wins because Oedotai always wins. They need to suffer because they don't do that very often. Um and I, I just, I, I, again, I made the joke that it's like, I love being right, but like, it, it genuinely made me so happy. Like this show, this match, just, it erased all of the criticism, maybe not all the criticisms, most of the criticism I've had of stardom in the past few months, because it just, it got me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just like, Oyotai needs to do the fatal error. You know, Chekhov's gun, Watanabe's bat, you need to bring that in. You need to, like, for as much as I hate lore, mm -hmm. I know storytelling. I know when that sort of thing is supposed to matter. And sometimes they just decide it doesn't. And that annoys me, but like you said, Rossi's fucking weird. He does shit like that sometimes. I, You know, I've, I've learned. You know, I, I think somebody tweeted at me like, oh, well, you should just trust Rossi in this regard to something. I think it might have been the TAM stuff. And I was like, if I trusted Rossi, I would have been so disappointed years ago. <laughs> that I would have just stopped yeah. watching. You know what I mean? Like if I had this un like this, like, Oh, I will never criticize you. Cause I know you have my best interest. I would stop watching. Cause I would have gotten disappointed by him, you know, cause sometimes he's dumb. Sometimes his booking is off, you know, off the rail, but sometimes it's perfect. And I will say, I will eat crow in that regard. Queen's quest versus a way tie here was the mm -hmm. perfect thing to book. Like, I, I thought, oh, eh, I don't really need another one of these. You know, it's they do this every year. I don't really need. I was wrong. Perfect. Perfect match. Perfect story. I, I love the way they did it. Like I said, I don't think Utami needed to, like, suffer more. Because I think that, like, the point of it wasn't, oh, Utami needs to, like, fail to rise back up. Yeah. She's been failing for a year and a half. You know, I mean, like she has. I think we're. I think we had it too, too 
narrow of a scope on this. She's been failing for a year and a half since the day, I mean, or a year and a month or so, since the day that she was promoted to being the leader, that Azumi was like, okay, I lost, it's yours. Like, since that day, she has failed greatly. And this was her, nah, I'm back. You know what I mean? And I think... I think we've had a weird, like, I think that was where our disconnect came. Me and you, me and Velke, because we, we obviously talked a lot about this. Is that it's like this, this Utami story isn't her losing to Suzu, her, you know, losing to Micah. We're here now. This story is her losing to Shuri. It's, it's the entire way to tie the Momo shit, dealing with that. It's her losing to Kyrie last year. It's her not winning the five star. Like that, it's so big. And I feel like we had a narrow view of it. And I'm so happy that they just kind of brought it back. And was like, hey, that Dark Age was longer than you expected, but we're coming out of it. That's how I see it. I loved it. Utami said it a million times before. I'll say it a million times again. Barring injury, she has a long career. Will go down as one of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever live. I have no doubt in my mind. Again, like I pray to God and to whatever god anybody else prays to that she is allowed to do that you know she she doesn't suffer any serious injuries she doesn't you know have any of those major setbacks that wrestlers oftentimes do if she doesn't she will go down as if not one of the greatest wrestler of all time and i and i believe in her and this match like just kind yeah. of cemented that. I was like, no, she that's the fucking that's, that's her. her. That's she, that's the she guy. Has now been you know, in that's... two of the best matches in Stardom's history. And some might even say yeah. the top two. Um that's that's subjective. Um they gave her a career moment here. The visual of her bloodied desperately trying to cling to the cage. She's so good at bleeding. The crowd man. starts chanting her name. <laughs> like they came alive chanting her name. Saya yelling at her to finally like go over the cage. Like that's a career moment. Like that right there is something you're gonna remember forever about Utami. Like I, I feel like if you don't use that to launch her to this world title, you are silly as all hell. Um like that is something you're uh, that is just gonna be so memorable. Like, it's going to be difficult to forget that one visual of, of her just, like, desperately trying to climb the cage with the crowd chanting her name as her faction mates are, like, rooting her on. It's, it's, it's just so memorable. There, there, was some, there, there, there was one, and this is, like, a really weird detour, but it just reminded me. Uh, the outside, people, once they escaped the mm-hmm. cage, they did a great job of being outside of the cage. Uh, and I love that. I remember LCO used to do that in the Hokuto cage matches, and like you know, Gokumanto used to do that in the bull cage matches, stuff like that. Um, I really like that the the outside of the cage being kind of lively like that. Uh, one spot was, I believe, Azumi got on Lady C's shoulders and yes. blew a fire yeah. extinguisher at Ruaka to keep her from escaping. Like I know that's like off topic, but I just need to preface how lively. The surround, like once they escaped, how lively the the ringside area was, and how that made it feel so much more alive, uh, and it did really climax in that last moment when like they were all just like come home type of thing. You know, we we're a family. Like Queen's Quest is like this is this is the group. Like it, whatever we were going through, fuck that. Come to us on the outside, escape the cage, win the match, 
we are one type of thing. Yeah, and all of the, the Queen's Quest stuff afterwards was very nice with, you know, uh, Utami and Saya very much making up and being like, look, we, we should put this all behind us. The group hugs. Which needs yes. to happen more often. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes just let motherfuckers, like, you know, mm-hmm. forgive and forget type of thing. Like if if they want to ter- if they want them on in on different sides eventually fine but sometimes this turmoil doesn't need to yeah kill a group type of thing and I really liked that they were just like you know what I was stupid yeah I was stupid too let's just let's just be homies man and it was super sweet like sometimes that's all you need to do you know I think I think tag team breakups are a bit overused in wrestling uh and I'll say that a million times because I love tag teams. I think they're, they're breakups, you know, they are so prone to breaking up tag teams just for a little bit of a push for one of them. I think sometimes you just, you just keep them together. You know, you give them turmoil, you give them a little bit of a rocky road, rough patch, and they'll just be like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. We better together. Yeah, it was, it was a lovely ending to, to everything. Um, I mean, it, as I said, if it doesn't put you Tommy on the precipice of greatness. I don't know what you, you're doing. Because, um, yeah, she, she earned it. She definitely earned it. And, uh, you know, all of Queen's Quest definitely looks better coming out of this. A way to tie gets a whole new lease on life. I mean, I don't want to undersell it. Like, Natsuko Tora is on the warpath, and that could be so interesting if they do it properly. Um, and not only, not, not Man, just I, that. I love Stardom's, how Stardom's English Twitter account made sure to point out um, because where to tie after the match, they stomped out Saki Kashima. Like they were like, "Fuck you! Like you failed us. Get out." Um, but Rina, as pointed out by the Stardom English Twitter account, was not very in on the beatdown of of Saki. And after the match, uh, in the post match promo, like Natsuko grabbed her by the hair and was like, "What? Like what are you doing? Like why didn't you join?" So, uh, yeah. not like. Not only is this giving her a new that, lease on life, but there's directions yeah. that they can go now with Oedo Tai to change some stuff. That's a wrinkle, um, yeah. So I think this is going to have a big effect on Oedo Tai. Rina, Rina did tweet today that she's like, uh, I, I didn't know what to do in the moment, but Oedo Tai is the best fit mm-hmm. for me, so I'm going to stay here type of thing. But it was definitely, and obviously it was translated, it was auto-translated, it wasn't like, you know, um, I can't get the full grasp of the verbiage but it definitely felt a bit less like yeah i'm i'm evil and i should have beat the fuck out of her it was more like this is this is where i mm-hmm. should be yeah and it, it, it you know i mean and you know maybe it, it kind of just you know fades away but definitely. i do think that was saki 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 recruited saki her as well down. like uh, people might forget that but it was saki who got uh Rita yeah. to join no, yeah. initially so and Saki tweeted on her like uh, on her second account that she was like, one of my proudest moments was seeing Rina win the future belt, and I'm so happy I got to see it wow. as her as a second, you know, as her friend. Um, she also said that she's gonna miss teaming with Yoniyama. Uh, she she actually made a very funny tweet that she was like, I'm gonna really miss. I love Tokyo Sports. I think Fukigen's great, but I will say my last my last message to Fukigen. Maybe stop calling out the mm. brain buster before you try to hit it. And I was it like, was "That's the funniest funny. tweet I've ever seen." <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, because it was all sappy tweets, you know. Like she was just tweeting about it, and then she's just yeah. like, "Maybe stop calling out the Saki's brain buster." Great. That's all I'm gonna um, say. Um, but yeah, the, and it was such good heel work because it's mm-hmm. like I didn't like it, but I got it. But I also like was like, "No, but because yeah. Momo fucked up." 
are not I was not saying, more than you, but there. Momo fucked up. Yeah, no, like th- those two fucked up more than anybody. Cause, and that's the interesting thing. That's the wrinkle to the storytelling is that they called Utami a bad leader, and then they mm-hmm. were the worst fucking leaders by leaving, you know, the their friend, you know, who yeah, she's like, she's weaker than most, but she ha- gets results. She's won more championships for the group in the past two years than any other single wrestler. Maybe Kid. It was yeah, yeah it's Kid and Saki pretty much. But she won the artist belt for them. She won the high speed belt. Like, mm-hmm. and they leave her. And then they try to get Saya to turn, and that's the fatal error. And she beats, you know, she beats Momo with the bat. And then, like, yeah, Saki got left in the dirt yeah. by Tai. It wasn't Saki's failure as much as it was Tai's failure as a group. And Natsuko was like, you're weak. And she started beating her up. But you also can tell that Natsuko feels like a shit leader because of it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is all Saki's fault, and she was just mad, and like, ugh. Like, Mm -hmm. she started breaking down because she recognized she was lying to herself. You know what I mean? Maybe this is getting a bit too lore-heavy, and I know, I'm I'm always the one... She did cut a promo, but it was just yelling, so I I don't even know. Yeah, she just but, screamed. I don't know. I think that image of her on this, yeah, her on the her on the stage, just like on yeah. her knees, just crying, screaming, like that is like, like she knows she fucked up. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I think that's like kind of, and obviously it's gonna, you know, heels aren't meant to like feel effects sometimes, but I think that her feeling this, Kasaki was her mm-hmm. friend. You know, Saki was her tag team partner for a very long time. Saki, Saki was the second longest tenured behind Natsuko. Um, so I think that, you know, I, I think there's a lot of wrinkles to it. And, and this, the, I the, like the best thing sometimes. is, admit, the best thing is, Saki will be just fine. Great. Saki's great. She'll, she'll be grand wherever she ends up because yeah. she's so fun. Like, she'll, she will land on her feet. She already has people trying to, yeah, try to tag so, her. And I was like, oh, I'll tag with you. Kairi was like, oh, yeah, I'll tag with so you. So Saki Kashima will be fine. Um, and in losing her, geez, the way the time might get a lot of very interesting directions. Um, but yeah, like we've spoke about it for a long time now, but that was one of the best matches Stardom has ever put on. It was such a culmination of so many different things, and uh, it's it's gonna be very memorable. I mean, it's gonna be hard to forget this this amazing match, the moments, the story finishing. Like just incredible. We didn't even talk about Azumi and Saki. Yeah, we don't. How we after don't, yeah. after yeah, the they... whole thing, I am. I'm going to. <laughs> I was like, to. we might finish uh, early. This is a special. No. No. Fuck no. Come on now. Uh, no. After after the beatdown, Queen's Quest made the save, and Queen's Quest didn't offer Saki anything. But Azumi came up to her and was like, "You have been the bane of my fucking existence for the past three years." But I kind of mm-hmm. respect that. And so she like stuck out her hand and was like, we could, we could be a team if you want. Uh, you know, uh, you, you look like you need a hand. And Saki just limped away. Like she just walked out of the ring. She was like, I don't want your pity. And she walked alone, you know, backstage. And like, again, the symbolism there is, just, you know, it looked, it looked very lonely for Saki. And I think that's kind of the point. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought everything, you know, when Laura's done well, it's, it is. 
I think this was like a, a very a very lore heavy match. But you know, even people who including me who are like, bro, stop being so melodramatic, it just worked. Like it, it just it was perfect. It was a phenomenal match. One of the best you'll ever see. One of the best cage matches yes, you'll ever see for sure. Definitely. Um you know, it was just it was great. It was great a good time. time. Um and yeah, I I don't know where else to go. That was a I ended the show ridiculously happy good the show. I mean, it was like six year. matches, and like uh, five of them were good to great, if not better. And one is obviously, you know, the match of the year. Um, so a very good time. Um, and yeah, a lot of implications going forward. And I, I feel like they catapulted Utami Hashishta right into the five star Grand Prix favorite. But, um, you know, we'll have to see how things shake out a little bit more. But yeah, I think that's it. That's everything from us. Because uh, we'll we'll just do a normal show in a few days. Uh, yeah, we'll do a... Likely, yes. Well, I don't know how much we have oh, to talk I'm about. Oh, we'll do a pay-per-view <laughs> to preview. Um, so, oh, yeah. and a New Japan Strong battle match, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, do you have any closing remarks? I'm just, I've spoke myself to death at this stage. You you know I can't speak myself to death. That's not a thing that happens. That is, that is um, sadly true. Man, fuck you. Um, no, it was it was a great show. I I think I've been kind of like weird about Stardom lately, um, mm. from just not being able to watch the house shows to the pay per views, usually leaving me disappointed in at least one or two ways. Um, and if you couldn't tell by this audio, it's like any criticism I have of this show doesn't really matter to me as much as it does other times. Um, like, you know, I, like I said, I, I still think Saki, I still think Momo should have been the one out. I think Momo has a lot more upward trajectory outside of Oedotai than Saki does. But, you know, I get, I get the story they were telling and I'm not opposed to it. But, you know, even that criticism, I don't really care that much because it was so good. Um, and I had such a great time watching it. So, yeah, uh, like I said, I've been a bit weird about Storm this year. Uh, had a bit of a weird feeling about it. Most of the shows, you know, have something that I don't really like. But the show was just good. I mean, I, it, it was great. And I was giddy after it, which is something that, like, I was yeah. after every show or after most shows last year and after most shows in 2021, um, especially in the later half of 2021. Um, and it, it felt nice. It felt nice to really just, like, be connected to a wrestling show. Uh, yeah. It was a good time. I hope you guys enjoyed listening, because uh, it was it was fun. We had to get out here early because uh, people were like tweeting at us, like record early. That was so great, and I was like, I want to, <laughs> and I'm happy we did. Uh, yeah, time, so. the buzz is alive. Um, love stardom, despite being tired. Um, and yeah, this was this is pro wrestling. I love pro wrestling, and sometimes I remember that uh, this is the best shit going nothing will ever touch this um so thank you to queen's quest no way to tie for that reminder um and thank you to stardom because i was saying this is scott i mean i don't even know if if me or scott would even still be interested in wrestling if not for stardom um and yeah, thank fuck I'm, because I'm it too. is it is an amazing when it hits it is <laughs> amazing it's unlike anything really so. I I know I I haven't watched a ton of modern Joshi in the past couple of weeks and like this show just kind of like reminded me you know what I mean uh 
just remind me like oh yeah this is the this is the best like this is above everything else um when it's great and it, it was certainly great um yeah all right well i love it with that we should close the show thank you for joining us uh if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit leaves today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in ejo joe 